music than that uh, i don't know man there's a lot going on you know christmas shopping and all that shit hey everybody welcome back to the box we life of zach and cody my name is zach and my name is cody so we went to the game last night we did we had box seats uh, we were fed very well very well and uh, it's kind of a weird game huh it was terrifying if that was any other team uh that wasn't the flames who are also sliding horribly we would have been buried after giving up. Like, we had a free goal. Like, yeah, and it, it was still, yeah. it still went into overtime. Out of the corner to Weidman, and he drifts it all the way down. Uh-oh. Look at that. This is going to end the net. The Calgary Flames put one in their own nets. And yeah, it was, it was unreal. The minute we got that, it was even more terrifying to lose because if we did lose that game, that would be the storyline. Like, you guys got a free goal in the beginning, and... Blew it. Yeah, scoring seems to be an issue right now. On that five seems game, to, seems to be. Seems yeah. to be, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, on that five game losing skid, the Canucks only scored seven goals, and in the last three games of that five game losing streak, they only scored twice. So the offense dried up pretty much at the exact time that the Canucks were still bleeding goals. Yeah, well, it's just terrifying when you just look at the past nine games, and I just wasn't thinking about it because I'd always break it down like, oh, we've lost five in a row. That's pretty brutal. But like three wins in nine games is not good. So what was the worst part of last night then? <laughs> well, there was a couple uh, horrible things. Uh, off the bat, uh, Hansen collapsing on the bench was very scary. What was worse than that? Uh, well, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to play it. We were in a box, and the box next to us was full of the drunkest human beings I've ever seen. And this poor bastard in a Gary Roberts jersey, which, you know, no problem with Gary Roberts. Great player yeah. from, from back in the day. Uh, just targeted this guy and literally just started screaming at him for uh, an entire period and uh, pissed off the entire arena. So uh, I got some audio on it and uh, we're going to play that for you right now. There's been a man who's been screaming Gary for the entire game, and he's not stopping. He's, we're five minutes left in the first, and yeah. Someone told him to shut the f- up. We thought he was done, but now he's modified his scream to draw it out even longer. Yeah, so that guy was way worse than Hanson almost dying. Yeah. Yeah, I I wish that guy had collapsed in the box and no one <laughs> requested he get assistance. Because no one would have. They would have been applauding that God had struck him down. I, I have a theory that God like accidentally hit Hansen with whatever weird ailment he did and that man was the target. <laughs> so I want to talk to you about the depth of the D-line. Uh, so basically the Canucks are being exposed without Dan Hamhuse in the lineup. Most teams will look bad without their number one, uh, which is obviously going to be the case, but it seems like the Canucks need another D-man even with him using the lineup. Yeah, well, I mean, we've talked about this before weeks ago when everything was rosy and just showing a bit of concern, like, well, you know, any one of our uh, you know, top four, or I guess maybe even just top three goes down, 
uh, we're going to be pretty exposed. I mean, even even a guy like Bieksa or Edler, like they they go down same story, you know. Absolutely. We we were impressed at first with uh, they they held the line and uh, worked really hard, but it's just. It's been long enough now. Like, how long has Ham Hughes been out now? Over a month? Yeah, and he's expected to come back January 15th. But even when he does <sighs> come back, yeah. who's to even say he's going to be playing at 100%? No. So and this so this brings up the trade rumors because Jason Botchford on the province this weekend said that there's three guys up for grabs for the Canucks. The Canucks are willing to trade Chris Higgins, Zach Cassian, and Eddie Lack. And he says that the intent is to try to trade them before the season's even over. So what do you think about that? Well, I just want to also comment that I, I did bring up uh, trading Eddie Lack uh, way before Botchford, but uh, you pointed out that that's a pretty common opinion. So. <laughs> it really is. You were telling yeah. me that before I mean, the show. Yeah, like, yeah. I called that. I well, like, I did, You though. and everybody else. We have another goaltender in the I wings and Jacob Markstrom. I just sometimes feel you don't give me enough credit for like smart things that I say. That's like the most basic thing. I said the thing about the D. My I mom mean, asked yeah. me about when Eddie Lack was going to get Probably traded Probably because she day. heard the podcast. She was like, oh, remember that thing Cody said? That sounded pretty smart. So are you okay with trading Eddie Lack then? Or no? Yeah. <sighs> uh, yeah, I mean, if, if it gets us the piece that we need, like if we get a solid younger defenseman for that, yeah, I mean, it would suck to lose the, the youth of the goaltending because, I mean, Ryan Miller has maybe two years left in him. He's like, what, 85? Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, he's, he's starting to look it, that's for sure. Like a lot of softies coming in on that guy's pads. But the thing with the goaltenders these days in today's NHL is there's just so much variety of uh, just young upstarts that can have a stellar year that as 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 painful as it would be to lose somebody like Lack because I think he could have been the goaltender of the future depending if he kept panning out. For sure. Um, I, I don't think we're totally hooped. But that being said, it's a lot harder to acquire a solid stay-at-home defenseman that we can use for years to come. Goalies are a bit more interchangeable. So I, I would have no problem with trading Lack as long as we got like value in return for but once. That's the big thing though is that there isn't much value for goaltenders on the market. We saw Corey Schneider who is by far this top 10 goalie on everybody's list go for just a first round pick. But that was also you know who knows what was going on behind the scenes with Gillis's ability to trade with people at the time right? Well you know weirdly enough I'm actually okay like you said with trading any Lack. He was a free asset that the Canucks got in 2010 signed as a free agent and if you can produce value for that I mean, fine. I wouldn't want to trade him if you didn't have a guy like Jacob. Mar- uh, Jakob? Was Jacob? it? Y- Jacob? Jacob? I call him. Yeah, but people always. It's like Jakob. Is it? But is this one of those things where just everyone's saying his name wrong and it's actually like Yip, Jakob? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Jakob. Jakob. Jakob Markstrom. Anyways, Markstrom, you know, is just two years removed from being the best goaltending prospect in the world. He got kind of damaged, both his, uh, I guess, his reputation and his confidence over in Florida. And so because now, he sucked. Yeah. yeah, he sucked. But uh, you got to look at his numbers with the Utica Comets right now. Yeah, he's really killing it in our AHL affiliate. Yeah, sure. he's now eight one and one. Has a goals against average of one point six nine and a save percentage of point nine three eight. Those numbers are crazy. Yeah. And so the Canucks have their co- uh, goalie coach Rolly Melanson, who is kind of like the goalie whisperer. He taught Eddie Lack a lot of things, Corey Schneider, and improved Roberto Luongo's game. And so I want to see Markstrom. Uh, have that structure to his game and I want to roll the dice with him like I want to see this guy I I think Lack works better as a kind of frosting on the cake you know by trading a Higgins with a a solid dependable goaltender that that deal looks a a lot more attractive to another team but that being said how much value is there in in Higgins right now do you know what I mean (laughs) I think you get a I get I think you get a solid return for him at the trade deadline because he's one of those pieces that if you're looking for secondary scoring on a on a cup run 
he's a guy to have. But I think we were talking about this previously. The thing about Chris Higgins is that when he's not scoring, and he's a streaky guy, uh, he's not doing much else at all. Whereas a guy like Alex Burrows, when he's not scoring, he's still playing a strong two-way game. Exactly. Like the, between the two of them, I I, I love Higdog, but you know I Hig would Dug. Hig, Hig Dug. I, I love Higdog. Yeah, but I I would I would opt to keep uh, Burrows just because if he just suddenly stops producing completely, we still have a solid two-way forward that's gonna like grind it out. And so out of all those three guys listed, though, Zach Cassian's the one that scares me the most. It's, it's a little scary, especially because we haven't gotten to see like what his full output could be he's just you know either been mired by coaches like Tortorella not liking him at all or giving him a shot and producing despite that and now he finally has had a season where he could really flex his his muscles and he's been out for for too long like I I, I don't it's it's like you were telling me before I just would really hate for this to be kind of a Cam Neely type situation it's where even he linked just to beasts. the Bruins yes it's exactly. like really we're gonna seriously give a guy at 23 years old who you know hasn't actually who is underwhelmed to this point to be sure, but still shows a lot of promise. Look at Bertuzzi. He didn't do shit in this league until he's 24 years old. Cassian's 23. Power forwards, that whole, the nature of that game is to be a bully and a jerk. And if you're a kid in a man's league, you can't bully people who are twice your age. He's going to reach that age where he's actually an adult, and then he's going to terrorize those people and be an asshole on the ice. And the Canucks need that. Well, and you, you mentioned to me too the other day that it's, it's more so also, he's just one of the few players on our team that brings an intangible, like a moment of play where excitement gets built up. And, and we have a lot of lulls in Canucks seasons, you know, like even last night, just, just very boring and just no sparks. And you can tell sometimes when he's not in the lineup because it's just kind of flat, like not a lot of emotion. Yeah, you know? he, he has the potential to be a game breaker. Exactly. And uh, it just mirrors the Cam Neely conversation so much because I was actually looking up these numbers. The year before Cam Neely was traded to the Boston Bruins from the Vancouver Canucks, he had 14 goals and 20 assists in 1986. Zach Cassian's numbers last year, 14 goals and 15 assists. Those are different numbers, but I see what you're saying. It's the exact same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like this kid has never even had an opportunity to play a prolonged stint in an offensive role in the top six, right? Give him a look there before you even think about trading him. Yeah, bottom line is I want to keep casting, but we got to do something here because our defense is way too exposed without having a guy that can fill that slot if an injury happens, you know? Oh, my God, like BX and Spiza. They've oh. been playing so poorly in Ham Hughes' absence. There's going to be so much coal in BX's stocking this year, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't bother putting out those milk and cookies, buddy. Santa ain't coming. <laughs> what? What? Sorry. Well, what is that? I don't... I have no idea. Is that, is that like a crackhead or something? Did you hear that? Did, did you lock the front door? I, th I think I did. But... Oh, 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 Merry Christmas! Oh, my God. Santa? <laughs> what are you doing here? I was just listening to your podcast live on Sirius, and I thought I'd drop by. I, I mean, like, this is a pre-recorded show, but, I mean, anyways, no, I, thank you so much for being here. I mean, have you been watching the Canucks at all this season? Oh, yes, I have. And uh, after that hot start, things have gone a little frosty, <laughs> much like my home in the North Pole. <laughs> But uh, they'll be fine. I'm sure the uh, brand new skates the elves are making for them will certainly improve things. <laughs> I'm just, I'm really excited. Do you, do you, Zach, do you mind if I ask him like a question or two? Yeah, I mean, do you, do, you have, yeah. do you have time right now? Is this cool oh, if you can oh, sit well, down? I, I'm sure, I don't, I, I suppose I could. It's not like I'm <laughs> very, 
very busy, but but sure, sure. Okay, <laughs> okay well, we'll, we'll try to make it. We'll try to make it quick. I I just was wondering, like, how do you deliver all those presents every year? Well, I could tell you, or I could give you all these presents I brought. Oh, oh, oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! You, one for you. <laughs> oh my God! A fire truck, dude! I got an iPad Air. Oh, uh, cool. We uh. We, we both got great things. Merry Christmas, Jack and Cody. Zach and, Zach and Cody. So, Santa, what do you think of the Canucks' recent struggles? <laughs> well, Dorset better be careful or he'll end up on my naughty list so fast. <laughs> Wouldn't believe. Well, I mean, I don't know, Santa. Just think about all these minus players this year. Since that Columbus game on November 28th when Spiza was like, what, plus four and Bieksa was plus three? Yeah. They've got a combined minus 19 in nine games, man. <laughs> Well, you know, the thing about this plus-minus is that it's not a very accurate stat. It doesn't tell you the whole story. When reviewing a player's game, it's a more accurate assessment going off of relative Corsi and Fenwick Close. <laughs> wow. Oh, ho, 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 but let's talk about candy canes instead. No, 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 Santa, that was really good, actually. Uh, could you, oh. I'd love for you to tell us more. I'm actually very impressed with what you just said. Yeah. Have you been paying attention to the season? Like, can you tell us what the Canucks have been up to uh, as of late? Well, I'll tell you, they're definitely worse off without Tortorella. <laughs> okay, that's f***ing bullshit. Cody! What? Dude, it's Santa Claus. I don't care, man. I'm pretty sure he said that to, like, get her goat. Was the night before. Nah, nah, don't do, don't do that. Look, Santa, do you have a favorite Canuck, or...? Well, I always thought Messier was our best player. <laughs> what a steal for Rogers getting him for those Sportsnet ads, what? am I right? Oh, come on! <sighs> Santa, why don't you, uh... Okay, why don't you tell us something about yourself that, you know, no one really knows? Well, something that no one knows. I sometimes like to drive through red lights with my eyes closed. Just to feel anything at all. I'm not even sure that I can be killed, frankly. Santa, can I can I talk to you for a second? Oh, sure. What are you doing? Am I blowing this? Yes. Well, no, but look, this is just a fluff piece. We're trying to promote you. Okay, okay, okay. Ho, ho, ho! ho, ho. Merry Christmas! All right, well, now that we got that sorted out, uh, back to the fun. Hey, so how do you even watch... Like hockey in the North Pole, if you don't mind me asking. Well, I'm actually based in Calgary, but uh, Fort McMurray. It's like a two-hour drive. Can Santa smoke in here? Well, no, no actually. It's uh, Danny's wow, just doing, doing it. it. Here's the thing about the Canucks, Dig. The Canucks employ a system where it's all about the D-man jumping into the play, right? Yeah. Except the Canucks are getting some of the lowest point totals from their defense in the entire league. And at the same time, they're 22nd in the league in goals allowed per game. For example, Cody, who is your favorite Canuck? Uh, gotta go with my man, Henrik Sedin. Ooh. Ooh. What? Oh, nothing. I just thought someone farted. Because what you said was bullshit. Come on, Santa, what the hell? What was that, dude? Shh, do you hear that? Uh, no, I don't hear it. It's the sound of 926 snowflakes. Each unique and perfect in their own Christmas way. Just like the children in the city. 
Beautiful. That's actually really nice. Oh, wait, no. It's Luongo's sweet save percentage since being <laughs> traded to Florida. Wow. Why are you doing this? Remind me again, boys. Who should I mention at the end for your sponsorship? I believe you call it a shout-out? Well, I mean, well, we don't actually... You have sponsors, don't you? Well, no, I mean, we, we're, we're, we don't yeah. actually have any... We're in talks. I mean. Oh, you're in talks. Yeah. How wonderful. Is that like how we're talking right now? Well, no, you know does that's that, not what Does I that mean that you're sponsors? No. Am I, mean, I a sponsor? No, well, obviously Where's my not. money? Well, no, I mean, if anything... Can I play us. you boys a song? Well, no, not at all. It's, it's, hang on, wait, wait. Okay, okay well, let's wrap this up. Okay, uh, hang on. Wait... And she's buying a stairway. Okay, okay. Okay, um. you need to get out. Yeah. No, that's right, that's the right notes. Good, Good night. Right. He that, didn't have the right I, notes at first. I think, yeah. my, I yeah, think yeah. my gloves are making it impossible to <laughs> yeah, play. You, yeah, you think? Okay, well, he's going to be a while, everyone. So uh, from uh, Zach and Cody, we'd like to wish you all a Merry Christmas. Uh, happy Hanukkah or whatever religion you follow. Wait, Kwanzaa, okay, hang on. <laughs> very <laughs> inclusive. <laughs> Specifically, whatever, Merry Christmas. Whatever God you believe in, <laughs> Wait, Merry I'll Christmas. I'll, I'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait.